everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. It is the 31st of January 2023. Big show today. It is the release of the 2023 Big 12 football schedule, and it is coming out uh, just in a few minutes here. Once again, I'm Josh Neighbors, the host of Locked On Big 12. Make sure you guys subscribe to us on uh, YouTube if you have not yet already. Just hit that thing, tap the bell for notifications, like the video. Leave us your comments as well. If you guys cannot listen on YouTube, make sure you guys find us wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, all of those places. Um, today's show brought to you all by the FanDuel Sportsbook, number one sportsbook in America. It's the best place to place wagers on any of these games that we're going to find out about coming up here. So without further ado, going to hit that intro Going to play it for you all. Get yourselves ready. Less than five minutes away from the release of the Big 12 schedule. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Uh, Thank you all for watching. See a lot of you guys are watching right now. Make sure you guys send your questions in the chat. Also, if you guys, uh, you know, if there's stuff that comes out on Twitter, obviously I will be monitoring as well. Uh, but if there's something that you believe to be very, very important that you want to put on Twitter's or, or have, you know, read in the show, please uh, send a link uh, right now. That would be great. We do have some news coming. The final Oklahoma State OU Bedlam game in Stillwater will be November 4th. Sources told Action Network, both ADs previously told Action Network HQ, Bedlam series will end for the foreseeable future when OU joins the SEC in 2025. Um, and the next next one around feels like it's going to be the finale, right? So we think they're supposed to leave in 2025, but guys, come on. All of the all of kind of the momentum right now is, is heading for a 2024 exit. So uh, after this season, it feels like OU in Texas will exit the league. And also you have to mention that coincides with uh, UCLA and USC going to the big 10. So that's something too. We have to, I think we has to be considered um, with all of this. So we think that, uh, you know, right now it says next year's finale will be the, the final one in Norman. But to be honest right now, it feels like, it feels like uh, the Stillwater game next year is going to be the final one. Um, D Wayne asked what the thoughts about text game last night. We'll talk about basketball on a different show, but great win for Texas tech last night. So we did get one accidental release. We're two minutes away right now, or less than two minutes away. Uh, TCU schedule came out last night by accident. It was then cleared, but then re-added once again. So TCU schedule came out and, and guys, I'll tell you the repeat looks like it's going to be a challenge because their last uh, their last stretch of games are all against teams that finished in the top five of the league last year. I know we were jumbled up towards the top, but they have to play uh, like Texas, Baylor, OU, Tech, all basically in a row, Kansas State, all consecutively in a row. And right before that, they have to play BYU. Not saying it's going to be an impossible task, but you have to think like that is that is a huge challenge for them. So that was one um, big thing. Zach Jones says, what was school like since he needed to get a crack at both Texas and Oklahoma? Uh, if you had to bet on that happening, uh, would you? I would not bet on that happening. Because also we saw TCU last night. They drew two of the new schools 
uh, in Houston and BYU. They did not draw Cincinnati or UCF. So maybe, maybe I think the idea is you kind of get a little bit of both. I think that's something that we're all kind of wondering right now. Uh, I was told from somebody in the office to monitor the Big, Big 12 channels. Obviously, I think each school is going to have their own release, maybe two. So I expect the information to come fast and furious as we have now hit 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central. And we do have a schedule. As of 20 seconds ago, the tweets are flying. Everybody's got them out. And so let me save this graphic really fast, guys. Uh, I can save the image and I can put it up and post it on the screen here. So we have got the schedule uh, coming up here in one second. Do, do, do. I've got it right now just to make sure it goes as the overlay. Hit that right here. Uh, let's see. We can find that schedule. Do, do, do. See, that's the, that's the tough part of producing on the fly. Uh, if you guys want to see it, though, go to the Big 12 Conference. They're, they've already got it posted um, right now. If you guys go to their to their Twitter, they've got it. This is I hate all, always having to produce on the fly. You guys know how this stuff goes. Um, all right, so we've got a schedule. Let me take a look here at first thing. So they went in alphabetical order. And they went, so you go from Baylor to BYU to UCF all the way down. So I think the first, uh, my eyes go to Texas and Oklahoma. I know I don't have it posted right now, but you are seeing that Texas and OU, OU in particular, has drawn Cincinnati, UCF, and BYU. They do not, they do not have on their schedule uh, uh, Houston. So it looks like they've got three of them right here. So that is the first thing. So, okay, we thought, hey, maybe would they, would they play all four? Nope, it looks like it is going to be three, at least for Oklahoma. And I'll make sure you guys can see it right here. So we can, um, let me show you guys on this. All right, so OU right there, they've got, as I mentioned, Cincinnati, UCF on the road, and then BYU at home. Let's go with Texas. Who is Texas going to draw? They've got really, really not much. They've got Houston. BYU, but not Cincinnati. Okay. So, uh, or, or UCF. So three of the new schools are going to play Oklahoma. Two of the new schools are going to play Texas. That's a first observation there. So maybe some people thought, Hey, would you want to go on the road to all of those places? No, it's, that's not the case uh, with this situation. I, I thought that was the first thing I was looking forward to. Let's check the schedules for the new incoming schools. So BYU up first. They've got that game against Arkansas that they still have left to play. And once again, gray is the grays of the home game. So they've got the uh, road game against Arkansas. They've got Kansas on the road before they play Cincinnati at home. And then they've got TCU on the road. Look at that stretch for them. They are playing. They've got that thing loaded up for them on the road. Arkansas, Kansas, TCU, uh, Texas, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. So a very difficult schedule for BYU starting off in terms of road games. Kansas, not the hardest place to go to, but now uh, kind of with their revival, it does get a bit more difficult. Good news for them is they get Cincinnati at home. They get Texas Tech at home. They get Oklahoma at home and Iowa State at home. So there are there is a mixture of winnable games, especially at home. You know you have to you have to beat a tough OU team, but you think, hey, Iowa State down last year, maybe we could get them. Texas Tech, I'd rather play them at home than on the road. Cincinnati, um, same deal, but that's a gettable game there too. So their schedule is pretty interesting. I think obviously the road games for them 
are going to be very, very challenging. UCF, they've got a return trip to make against Boise State. Uh, they also get the Villanova Wildcats, which is fun. I love it, I love it when we get to see good FCS teams play. Uh, K-State on the road. They've got Kansas on the road. They've got a bye before Oklahoma, which is nice for UCF. They've got Cincy on the road and Tech on the road. So their schedule is pretty interesting. Actually, that UCF schedule is very interesting. Notice, guys, UCF has avoided TCU and Texas. They've avoided both TCU and Texas. That's two of the top three finishers from last season. Now, they do have to go to Boise in non-con. They do have to go, as I mentioned, to um, to K-State. And they do have to uh, also go to uh, uh, Oklahoma, which is also a huge challenge, and Tech. So their road schedule is, once again, one of those difficult road schedules. The home schedule for them, not as bad. They've got Baylor, who feels beatable. Um, obviously, they've got West Virginia, who feels beatable. Oklahoma State, who feels beatable. And then Houston. So thinking about their home schedule, I kind of like what UCF has. And also, you know, the fact that you got a coach in Gus Malzahn who's got so much experience. Um, and if you guys, I just saw somebody say, where can we find it? The Big 12 just tweeted it out. So you guys can go to the Big 12 Conference's Twitter page. And you guys can go check that out. I'll zero in a little bit closer so you guys can see. Cincinnati, uh, we have to look at theirs uh, right here. Their first three games are pretty manageable. Eastern Kentucky at Pitt and then Miami of Ohio, if they can get by the Pitt road game. Uh, you know, that's a tough game. But like if you beat Pitt on the road, which is not impossible, you're going to be in good shape. They get Oklahoma at home, which I think is a – that's a fascinating game that Cincinnati gets them in September at home. Then they're on the road at BYU. So one of those new school matchups there. They get the week four buy. Actually, I'm going to check this really fast. No week three buys, no week four buys. So finally, teams are getting that first buy in Oct uh, the fifth week. I know it's not October yet, but the fifth week, right? Our beloved TCU Horn Frogs, what happened to them last year, folks? They had to deal with that bye week in the third week of the season. So back to Cincinnati's schedule, they've got Oklahoma to comes to conference, Oklahoma at home. They get BYU on the road on it. You can see it right there. It's Friday night game. That's in, that's in small, right? They also be yeah, mentioned right there too. Friday night between BYU and uh, Cincinnati reintroduction to the big 12 to Friday nights. It feels like it's been a while since a big 12 game has been played on a Friday night. That is not uh, the day after Thanksgiving, right? I, I just feel like in recent miss, memory, history, whatever you want to say, cannot think of any that we've had recently. The bye, then we go, uh, you get Iowa State and Baylor at home. So maybe a stretch for BYU. They feel like they can make some hay before they play Oklahoma State, uh, UCF at home, Houston and West Virginia at home, or on the road rather, and then Kansas at home. Interesting, guys. Cincinnati, this is noted here, Cincinnati misses Kansas State, TCU, Texas. They've missed and Texas Tech. Cincinnati did not draw any of the top four finishers from the Big 12 in 2023. Now, look, I don't know about this Bearcats team next year. Obviously, there is a massive change that just happened for them with Scott Satterfield taking over, and they've got a huge question at the quarterback position and a lot of turnover. But by golly, I mean, if you were to to draw up a schedule, I know the you know the the road trips to uh, to BYU and, and Oklahoma State and Houston, West Virginia are tough. 
but you didn't draw any of those schools. You drew none of the, uh, the top schools. Conversely, Houston, Houston's got one hell of a schedule. They've got that return game against UTSA, which is not an easy one to go with off the top. They've got Rice and then TCU. Good thing for them is TCU comes to their building, but they take on a pretty good team uh, in Sam Houston State. Then they've got Texas Tech on the road. So they're playing, uh, they will not leave the state of Texas in their first four games, but folks, but that's not an easy stretch there. UTSA, not easy. TCU, obviously not easy. Texas Tech, not easy. On the road on a Thursday night, we get West Virginia, or excuse me, at home. I keep getting the white and the um, the white and the gray mixed up. Gray is home. White is on the road. They get home Thursday night for West Virginia, winnable. They'll take on the Texas Longhorns. I'll circle that game on 10-21 as a big one, the 21st of October uh, between Houston and Texas. Texas will be coming to that game. Not sure. Let's see, check who they've got before that. They've got a bye but Houston's got the Thursday night game, so plenty of time to rest. Then a difficult road stretch right there for the Cougars. They're going to have um, K-State on the road, Baylor on the road before they come home for Cincy, Oklahoma State, and then UCF on the road. And as you'll notice here, out of the joining teams, they've got Cincinnati, they've got UCF. Uh, they did not draw BYU. So looking at those schools right there, uh, it's all very interesting with the new joiners, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, uh, UCF. Off, off first glance, the schedule I like the most out of the incoming schools has to be Cincinnati's. Now, does this make, I mean, does this make you know me think that Cincinnati's got a good shot to potentially contend for a Big 12 championship? No, I'm not going to go in that direction. But if you're a Cincinnati fan, you got to be pleased with what you're seeing there, right? You got to be pleased with not drawing K-State, the Big 12 champion, reigning Big 12 champion, not drawing TCU, obviously a national runner-up, not drawing Texas Tech, who's got all the momentum in the world right now. And I would say the next toughest game from a talent disparagement stamp standpoint is going to be that game against Oklahoma. Well, guess what? That one's at home. And then the next toughest game for them and from a talent disparagement standpoint, I would say is probably the Baylor game, right? Out of all these schools, Baylor is like one of the best recruiting out of this entire group. Well, where do they play Baylor? They get them at home too. And then a stretch, two familiar foes down that, down that back stretch, two familiar foes in UCF and Houston, followed by West Virginia, who's down right now. And who knows where the Mountaineers will be come that week of the season. And then Kansas at home to wrap things up. Cincinnati has to like where they are sitting right now. All right, let's go to the Big 12 return, the returning Big 12 teams, the current Big 12 teams uh, right now. Let's go with the reigning champs, uh, the Kansas State Wildcats, kind of, you know, their, their status makes me kind of go to K-State next. And you guys can put your questions in the chat. I will get to them as we go along. Simo and Troy, both at home, before they take on the Missouri Tigers in a return game, Missouri will be motivated in that one. I can tell you that as a Missouri Tiger alum because K-State blew the doors off Missouri last year. But you have to think advantage K-State because that's a group that knows that they can handle Missouri. Then UCF at home. So K-State, three of the first four at home, the toughest challenge you'd think is Missouri a road trip. Maybe it's UCF at home. I'm not sure, but they have a lot of confidence there. They get the bye week before they've got a Friday night game 
on the road against Oklahoma State. That's a fascinating one because where will Oklahoma State be at that point of the season? So many questions coming in for Mike Gundy and the Cowboys. Then if you go ahead and you look, okay, next, and this stretch, talk about brutal. I'm looking at looking at a play out right now. K-State's got the rough stretch of Oklahoma State on the road in the night scenario. Then you've got Texas Tech on the road as well. You're back at home for TCU and Houston. Should be two difficult games before you're at Texas, home for Baylor at Kansas and Iowa State. I would circle that huge one, two, three, four, five, six-game stretch. That meat of the schedule right there. If I'm a Kansas State fan, I'm thinking, okay, what does K-State need to do in that stretch to secure themselves another uh, opportunity at a Big 12 championship? And I have to tell you guys, it would make a lot of sense that they could definitely go back again because that is, that's a really good team. It's getting a lot of important guys back this year. And so if I think about, okay, what defines a second trip back-to-back trips for Kansas state, which we have not had in a while, a team go to back-to-back big 12 championship games, Oklahoma state, Texas tech, TCU, Houston, Texas, be a Baylor that will define it. You know, can you go three and three in that uh, six game stretch? I don't know. We're nine and three this season and did it. But once again, one of those losses came to Tulane out of the league. So maybe, but I think it's a four. I mean, four and two, definitely doable. And depending on where Oklahoma State is, it's doable. Houston, you know, at home, um, they they need to win both of these games. You cannot split these two home games. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that. You probably got to sweep at home. The good thing is they hammered Baylor last year, so they have that confidence. But the Texas game, obviously something for them that is uh, you know, going to be difficult, and that's a, a road game they're owed. Also, I just thought about this. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get all of my thoughts together at once. Guys, Kansas State does not get that return trip that they're owed for Oklahoma, right? They went to OU and beat them last year. That does suck a little bit because that's a huge moneymaker anytime a team like Oklahoma comes down. Now, Missouri coming to town, big deal. Texas Tech coming to town will be a big deal. Uh, excuse me, they go on the road to Texas Tech. Actually, they're, yeah, they're at Missouri, so they don't even get that game. Yeah, so think about like the big money-making home games, TCU, Houston, Baylor, Iowa State. I mean, they're not getting a whole lot in terms of big money-making home games. Now, I will say the UCF home game is an interesting one. Today's Locked On Big 12 podcast is brought to you all by the FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel has so many tools and a nice interface to make betting on your favorite sports easy and simple. It's safe, it's secure, and once again, super easy. And you guys right now can sign up at FanDuel.com slash Locked On to claim your first no-sweat bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. And what you guys can do there is if you guys, uh, you can get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. So if you guys download the FanDuel Sportsbook, you sign up for the first time, you get that no sweat bet, and you get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown in the game as well. Make every moment matter more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Uh, let's revisit that TCU Horn Frog schedule real quickly here, guys. So TCU, they get Colorado and Nichols at home. Exciting with the Coach Prime start off. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, they should be able to win both those games. Houston on the road. Houston was a team that massively underachieved last year. From a talent perspective, TCU 
will be the more talented team. I think that's a fascinating game, though, because they're going to play Houston. That's the first conference game, I believe, that we're going to see any of. Yeah, the first conference game that we're going to see any of the new members play is going to be Houston against TCU. Then, you know, so they have four of their first five at home. They then get SMU at home and West Virginia at home. Very real chance that TCU is looking at a 5-0 and start. I think this could be a really good team next year. A 5-0 and start, and they get Iowa State on the road. This is where things get challenging. Now, they have a bye to back it up. But this is your first five right here. Colorado, Nichols at Houston, SMU, West Virginia. Jack Price, Jack Price. Jack Trice is not an easy place to play. Okay, you go there. You're home for BYU. All right. This is where the challenge comes. K-State uh, on the road. Bye week. Thursday night against Texas Tech. Home for Texas. Home for BYU. Friday game against Oklahoma on the road. That is a brutal brutal stretch of games. Now it's broken up by a bye week and the road home splits pretty good. This is a TCU team. That's not going to have to play consecutive weeks on the road. They have consecutive road games with K state and Thursday night trip to Texas tech, but they've got a buy in the middle. So if you want to talk about making a return trip to the big 12 championship game, I think I'm going to have to say it needs to be six and zero right here, which is doable. You're going to need to split Kansas State and Texas Tech. And then you're going to need to go two and one, probably home against Texas, Baylor, and then Oklahoma on the road. I think it's a two and one stretch right there that you're going to have to go for. Um, yeah, no uh, Oklahoma State uh, there or or UCF for TCU. Um, and yeah, Steve Moser's correct. Uh, Houston does owe Kansas a home game, but because they're now in the same conference, not always going to make that stuff up. Right, not always going to make that make that situation up. So those two teams were at the tops of the league, and you see their schedules. So, you know, difficult stretches in both, but I, I think I think we might get a return trip to a championship game from one of these two. I don't think we're going to get Kansas State versus TCU round two, but I think we might get a return trip. Once again, a lot has to transpire. The team that's going to be the hottest going into this off season and coming out of it is the Texas Tech Red Raiders. How does that schedule set up for them? Well, Wyoming on the road, and that's a tricky game sometimes. Wyoming's not very good at this point in time. So Wyoming on the road, Oregon and Tarleton at home, West Virginia on the road, Houston at home. They're kind of ping-ponging home and road here. So they're getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of everything here. Yeah, I mean, they get back-to-back home games just once. Um, this year. And, and some teams, uh, you know, some teams are getting them twice. You can see up here, uh, Cincinnati back to back, then back to back. You see uh, Houston back to back, back to back, back to back. Uh, Iowa State's just got it one time, but you're seeing uh, you know, a lot of these teams, if you can get back to back, you know, uh, Oklahoma State back to back, back to back, that's usually pretty good. One back to back, just Oregon and Tarleton. And then you get the stretch of their first three conference games, West Virginia on the road, manageable. Houston at home, big game. It's a big game, manageable. Baylor on the road, difficult. That's that's the game that might define the season. Difficult, difficult game. Kansas State at home, BYU. They avoid Oklahoma. I believe they avoid Oklahoma State as well. Which you know, take that for what it's worth. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what. 
I kind of like that stretch for them right there. The stretch, the season definer for me is going to be Houston, Baylor, K-State, BYU. If we're talking about a team that wants to go to a Big 12 championship game, I think three and one is a must in that stretch. And I, I mean, if you want to count West Virginia in these five games, I would say one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I would say four and one is what's needed. And three of them are on the road. Now, West Virginia, not the most challenging place to play. Um, you're wondering, yeah, this is this is not the easiest schedule, but that stretch of Houston uh, at home, Baylor, K-State at home, and then BYU will define it. I think three and one there. You get the bye Thursday night, Tech T. I love to see that we're getting a lot more Thursday night action in the Big 12. This is, is a lot more exciting now that we're seeing Thursday night action. Kansas. Uh, you get TC, so TCU at home Thursday night. That's going to be a crazy atmosphere. Kansas on the road. UCF at home. And then Texas on Friday. They're giving us Texas Tech, Texas, baby. That one's going to be in Austin on Friday, a, a great slate of Friday games. Looks like we're going to get in the Big 12. So that's a team that's got a lot of juice. Everybody's going to be talking about them in this offseason. So I think uh, a, it's a good space to look right there. Uh, okay, a couple schedules I also want to hit. Texas, as we talked about earlier, uh, you know, the stretch for them that I think is going to define that season is going to be this stretch right here. Houston on the road, BYU and K-State at home. TCU, Iowa State Road, and then Texas Tech. I mean, that's a that's a pretty significant stretch right there. Where is this team at? Because and we'll see like what happens in Bedlam. Uh, I think this group's gonna have a lot of confidence because what happened last year. Now it's gonna be different teams for sure. But this Texas team, guys, is the most talented group that we have in the conference. Full stop. That is the most talented team going to 2023. Uh, I'm not doing Texas's back. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we all have to acknowledge that they should be the preseason favorite next year based off talent and it's talent up front. How well did we see Banks and Hudson play this year for them up front? Those guys were fantastic. The issue for this team guys was not up front on either side of the ball. The issue for this team was that quarterback. It was that taking care of the football in big moments. Uh, and it was some defensive breakdowns in games like that Oklahoma state game that they definitely should not have lost, right? That game is the game to me. I look back at it and be like, how the hell do you not win this game uh, right here? And then some you know, coverage bust, you could say a TCU game, coverage bust, you could say in that game, uh, the TCU game running and passing at both of those. So to me, you know, Baylor on the road, Kansas at home, then they go to Dallas and they get that game. I mean, maybe, I've, maybe I'm wrong, guys. Maybe the beginning of the season, because look, that Baylor game becomes massive for them. If they go to Alabama and lose, which I think is what most people think is going to happen, and that's the game this year, it's a, it's a road game against Alabama, then if you're 2-1 and one after you play Wyoming and Rice, that Baylor game is going to have a ton of meeting on the road before you get KU at home, and then obviously Red River. So the key for them needs to be they, they need to be a 4-1 and one football team, I think, coming out of that stretch. Obviously, the Bama loss you can afford, but if we're three and two, we're heading to the game against Dallas against OU. Sure, a Big 12 championship game can be there, uh, it could be an opportunity here, but you might be staring down the barrel of three and three because you know OU owes you one. Now, on the other hand, you have a lot of confidence playing OU because you know that you beat them last season. You know that you beat them last year. 
So you're going to be feeling really, really good uh, about that. That backstretch that off the bye, Houston on the road, you got to be, you know, that that's going to be a game Houston's going to be crazy up for. K-State and BYU at home, I like the fact you're getting both of those at home. And then TCU on the road, Iowa State in the road before Texas Tech at home. Uh, you know, in that in that Friday night Friday night atmosphere. So, Texas' path to a Big Twelve championship is a challenging one. But if you hit that bye week, and you are a five and one football team, you got to like their chances. If they're four and two, depends on what the four and two are, right? If you lose to Baylor but rally and beat KU and then Oklahoma, feeling a lot better about yourself. But this quarterback situation, friends, it's going to be tested early for Kansas. Oklahoma, the Sooners, their schedule, pretty manageable, uh, that first part of it, right? SMU, Arkansas State, they should take care of business in both of those games. Tulsa on the road is a really interesting one. Cincinnati on the road after that. You like that that opportunity to go 4-0, but that would be, be a great environment for Cincinnati before you go home for Iowa State. There's a good chance, guys, this could be a 5-0 and team heading into Red River. And we know Red River, it's, it can be a momentum killer. Weird things can happen, um, you know, in that stretch. So we'll see. But I think I'm, I'm seeing 6-0 and for Oklahoma heading, uh, or a potential 6-0, and at least 5-1 and as they hit the bye week. And then that back stretch, y'all, that's not that bad. That's really not. Now, here's the same thing. I said that about their schedule last year. I said the same thing about OU schedule back in 2021. Um, but look at that back, back stretch. UCF at home. Kansas and Oklahoma State are like not really that difficult road games. And also the fact they're playing Oklahoma State in the, the fourth is just a weird, weird timing. West Virginia at home, BYU on the road. So a challenging three-game stretch for Oklahoma or four-game stretch because three of them are on the road. And I don't really care where Oklahoma State is. The fact that it's the last Bedlam game makes that – Really fascinating, in my opinion. A last bedlam game, uh, it could be the last bedlam game in general, but last bedlam game, I think that we're going to see definitely for sure in Stillwater makes that one very, very intriguing for OU. Uh, and then they have that that BYU on the road TCU stretch. So I think it's a really favorable schedule for OU. I like I like what I'm seeing for them. Let's go to Iowa State real fast. Just jump back up the grid for that. Or you know what? Did we do Baylor? We didn't do Baylor yet. We'll, we'll, we'll now go through the other Big 12 teams. Baylor, four straight at home. They get Texas State. They get Utah. They get Texas. I, I think there's a stretch we're coming out of uh, the 23rd, and we might be saying, of all things go well for Dave Aranda, maybe it's an every other year situation. Then they'll take on UCF on the road before they get Texas Tech at home. This is a fantastic schedule. My God, the fantastic ske- schedule, guys, uh, for this team. They get eight home games this year to the Baylor Bears. Right, they get Texas State, they get Utah, they get. Uh, I'm not even sure that the logo is right there. I'm I'm not positive about that one. Uh, somebody tell me. T- somebody tell me who this logo is. Somebody in the chat can let me know. Um, who in the hell that logo is that Baylor's gonna be playing? Is that one of those? Is that LIU Brooklyn? I know that West Virginia played them last year. They get Texas, UCF on the road, Texas Tech at home. Man, guys, that's five of their first six at home before they hit the bye. Cincinnati. Iowa State and Houston, tough, uh, you know, two-game stretch on the road for sure. K-State and TCU, guys, both of them at home. They avoid Oklahoma. Actually, I'm not even sure they want to avoid Oklahoma because they've been playing them so well. West Virginia at home. There's a chance that it's it's a, a pretty good situation for them 
uh, you know, on the schedule. I like Baylor's schedule. So put that down as a schedule I like to see. Iowa State, you and I in Iowa, both at home. Ohio on the road. That'd be a tricky situation. Oklahoma State for them at home. This is a pretty tough stretch. Uh, um, Oklahoma on the road, TCU at home, Cincinnati on the road for Iowa State. Then you take the bye week where you go to Baylor, Kansas at home, BYU on the road before you get Texas and K-State on the road. Yikes. Farmageddon to end the season, folks. Farmageddon to end the year. What are we talking about? Also, uh, something I'm noticing here, too, and, and I guess this is my Big 12 basketball brain. That's Long Island. Yeah, I thought it was the LIU. I think uh, it's a shark. Thank you, Zach, for telling me that. Yeah, I thought that was a shark. I know West Virginia played them last year. I was That's, that's where I was going with that. Um, quick deviation from looking at the schedule as a whole. So as Big 12 basketball fans, guys, I think about all of these – I think about the weekends, right? Because like every night in the Big 12, we get banger games. Like last night, I mean, we got Texas and Baylor, which is an awesome, fun back-and-forth game. But the better game ended up being Iowa State, Texas Tech, best team in the league, you know, loses to the worst team in the league at that point last night. I think about the banger stretches that we get all the time. This is – I like the banger weekends. And look what we've got here in the final weekend. Baylor-West Virginia is kind of an ad. BYU-Oklahoma State, who knows from the line. UCF Houston interests me completely. Farmageddon right here, final week of the season. TCU Oklahoma, final week of the season. Texas and Texas Tech, the final week of the season. So Texas Tech, Texas, big rivalry. TCU Oklahoma could be a defining game. Farmageddon's a big rivalry. Houston UCF could be a really fun matchup there last week. And Baylor, maybe if they're involved in the mix, has the most favorable matchup of any team, maybe as you'd say, at the end of the road for them, uh, you know, that, that you want to have. So I think that's a fascinating stretch right there, a, a great end of the year. Let's go with the Kansas Jayhawks now, their schedule. Thursday night, they'll open up with Moe State at home. They get the Illinois Fighting Illini. That's a big game for recruiting, I can tell you that. They'll travel to Reno to take on Nevada. We'll see where that Nevada team is this year, but I think there's a good chance. That, that Illinois game is going to be fascinating. But if they get over that Illinois game, guys, watch out. Watch out. This could be a very dangerous team once again because they go to Reno, beat Nevada, 3-0. And this team, because they're still building up their depth, guys, Kansas is going to be a better team in the beginning of the year. Like, it's not a team that's going to choke. But you have to think, I just saw something the other day. They just hit their scholarship limit. So if we're just hitting the scholarship limit now, they're still building up that roster. Something that has to be considered and has to be thought about when we're talking about Kansas. So this month of September here, not the time I want to be playing KU. BYU comes to town, you know, maybe try to bully ball them, but I think KU's got a really good shot. It's going to be, it's going to be very challenging. KU's got a shot at being 4-0 before they go to Texas. Uh, their week's 10-21. They're going to need that bye week there. This is a tough stretch, though, murderous stretch. OU at home, tough game. Iowa State on the road. Tough game. Texas Tech at home. Tough game. Kansas State at home. Rivalry. Tough game. Cincinnati on the road. Who knows where they'll be at that point? Who knows what the health situation is going to be for Kansas? That I'm not banking on getting injured, but come on now. It's been a challenge for them for most of the year. So that's where they are. Um, Kansas chances going to a – they need a 4-0, guys. Like they're going to a bowl game again, right? I mean, maybe like if they, they, they're going to need to start four and though, because I think it's gonna be very challenging for them. They can go four. No 
snag me that game against UCF. We're talking about five and one at this point, uh, four and two. Oh, God, it's tough. I'm, I'm trying to find them that, that well, I guess at that point. So Missouri State's one, Illinois two, Nevada's three, BYU's four. So four and oh, we'll give them the loss. We'll call it two road games there, losses. So if they can get five and two before the bye, you can get me one of those last three. Now they, they might be dogs in those games, depending on who's playing quarterback. But like, just thought about it now. They'll probably be a dog at home against Oklahoma. They'll probably be a dog at home against Texas Tech. They'll probably be a dog at home against K-State. Pick off one of those games. Can you, KU? Pick off one of those. We're going bowling again. So not impossible. Not impossible. Difficult? Yes. Impossible? No. West Virginia. My God. My God. This schedule, guys. Penn State on the road. Duquesne. Pitt at home. Texas Tech at home. TCU on the road. They're probably gonna be one and one and four. I mean, maybe one and three, or two and three. One and four. Um, I'd go. I'll do T, uh, TJ. I'll do Oklahoma State in one second. Uh, thank you for reminding me to do that. I did skip over them. Bye week. Houston on a Thursday night on the road. Oklahoma State at home. You see, so this schedule, th- this part here is like tenable, but it's it's not going to be easy because this team's at a big deficit. So Houston Thursday night on the road, Oklahoma State at home, UCF road, BYU home, uh, Oklahoma road, Cincinnati home, and then Baylor home. That's a pretty difficult stretch there to end that season. It's a pretty difficult stretch there down down the rest of the way. I don't love those chances for them. And I think they're I think Neil Brown's the way out anyway. Uh, I don't I don't think they're on the way out. Oklahoma State. So they've got I believe that's the Central Arkansas logo right there. With the, with the Bears or whatever they are. Arizona State on the road. That's going to be more challenging than we think. Kenny Dillingham is probably going to have that team looking better than we thought quicker. South Alabama is usually not bad either. South Alabama had a pretty good year last year, I believe, is them in Troy competing in that Sun Belt, part of the Sun Belt at least, or whatever conference they're in. Uh, the Sun Belt, yeah. Um, or CUSA. I always forget where, where South Alabama is. They, were, they, were, they had a pretty good defense last year. Iowa State on the road. They get an early bye. They get the dreaded early bye. Now, it's after four games, but still. Then they've got K-State at home on a Friday night, which should be a big game. Kansas at home. West Virginia on the road is not bad. Uh, it's a place where you can win. They did not beat West Virginia on the road. I think that game was what? That game was on the road this year, wherever it was. Uh, they didn't beat West Virginia this year. Cincinnati at home. Oklahoma at home. UCF on the road. Houston on the road. BYU at home to end it. You know, there's some still some more stuff has to shake out, but like I don't really know how much I trust Alan Bowman, uh, you know, w- with just helming up a team here in 2021. So there's a schedule, guys. All right, well, I'll take a few questions here before we close things out. So send me any questions you guys have. I just want everybody's schedules. One thing that you guys can count on moving forward here in the next few days is. I'm going to be saying, talking about the best weekends in the Big 12. I'm going to talk about the best stretches of games in the Big 12. My favorite schedule stretches for individual teams. Who has the toughest schedule? Who has the easiest schedule? Whose schedule makes the most sense for a Big 12 championship appearance? You know, like kind of be doing it almost, uh, you know, kind of picking the season ahead of time. But like who's who reasonably with schedule plus uh, returning talent looks like a good pick, a good fit to go far. We'll be doing some of that. Once again, if you guys want any questions here, send those right now. 
But just taking a look at this uh, as as it sits right now, thinking about you know some weekends, it looks like they're pretty tasty. We might get into this thing, you know, already pretty early in this week. I love the weekends that are early on when teams are mostly healthy and we get full slate. So ba- like nine twenty three, Baylor, Texas, intriguing. BYU, Kansas, intriguing. UCF, K State, intriguing. Oklahoma, Cincinnati, intriguing. Iowa State, Oklahoma State. Eh, you know, I'm not going to go uh, over the rails there. Iron Skillet game is that weekend as well. Tech West Virginia. Like, there you go. There's a pack slate in that schedule. Uh, you know, and uh, that was Iron Skillet was, yeah, yeah, Iron Skillet that weekend too. And then you go towards the back end. So 10-28 is when we pick up play uh, once again after everybody's had their bye weeks. Iowa State, Baylor, always a tough game. That's the BYU-Texas week, UCF-West Virginia, which I think is going to be a very interesting regional matchup because you'd know that West Virginia likes wants to cr- recruit Florida. UCF wants to recruit Ohio, the Midwest. And obviously, uh, you know, West Virginia, like, I mean, a tough location to get to, but also think about they're close to D.C., the DMV, as we call it. Good recruiting ground there, not too far away from North Carolina. They recruit Florida well in the past and also Ohio area has been very, very good to them. Also, they play games in Texas. Gosh darn it, why aren't they better? Right? It's something a lot of West Virginia fans could be saying. Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, Houston, and K-State, some of these stretches. So we'll be finding some of the best weekends in the league as well. All right, guys, if you all have not subscribed to the channel, please, 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 please do. More content coming like this. We've just gone 40 minutes on the initial schedule release. Tell your friends about it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LOBig12. You guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Once again, find the show wherever you get your podcasts. YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, leave thumbs up, tell your friends, leave comments, all of those things. The next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.